welcome to Kamara's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you are listening to this podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about what do you bring to the table? Share with you what I bring to the table. And the reason why I am doing this and why we're talking about this, because I feel like if we examine and if we identify and reflect upon what we bring to the table, it'll help us as we go into our, you know, our relationships in life, whether it's platonic or romantic, whatever relationship it is, I think that it will help us operate and better interact with the people in our lives if we know what we bring to the table. Um, And it also helps you to know where you stand or as people like to say, know your worth. Um, (laughs) I'm a little bit indifferent to the phrase know your worth or like I know my worth. I know my value. I feel like it's a little bit overplayed, but there is some substance substance to the phrase know your worth and so I think that's what we're going to be poking at today so the question is what do you bring to the table and so why I want us to talk about this as I was saying before I want us to talk about this because it helps us to also I think that it'll help us develop confidence in who we are and then who we are in Christ if you are a Christian and who God is you know um, when you know what you bring to the table, because I think a lot of the times we go out into the world and we kind of just let people tell us who we are and we let people tell us what we bring to the table and we let people tell us what our worth is and what our value, what our purpose is to them in their life. And I feel that that can become detrimental because we don't know what those people's purposes is in telling you what your purpose is. And so theirs might be to manipulate you. Theirs might be to, you know, get one over um, on you. Theirs might to be to bring you down. Theirs might be to tear you down. Down, not to build you up, not to see you motivate, not to see you grow. So it is very important for us to know who we are before we go into the world and have somebody tell us who we are. You know what we? You're catching my drift. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Um. So this came to me the other day. I don't know why, but like I was just like, ah, that's a good journal topic. That's a good topic to talk about because I feel like I need it. Because I feel like when I go into the world, I feel a little bit unsure sometimes or I feel a little bit like out of place or something. But then I notice when I actually cling on to the things that I know about myself, it helps me to be more confident in who I am when I go out into the world and I can stand strong and I say, I know this. I know this. You're saying this, but I know this. Okay. So I'm going to share you guys, uh, share with you guys a little bit about what I bring to the table and hopefully it'll inspire you to kind of get some ideas of what you bring to the table and hopefully it'll help you with your life's interactions. So the first thing that I bring to the table is altruism. I have recently learned that I am an altruistic person, meaning that I am optimistic or I have, I want to, I have the tendency to want to see the best in people, the best in situations. And that's what I like to focus on, the highs of life, the happy parts, the high parts, the positivity. I'm an altruistic person. So when I walk into a room, when I'm walking into a situation, whether I'm at work, um, which I don't have a job, I go to school, but 
as I always say before, I like to refer to my schooling as work or as a professional institution because it is. And my classmates are my colleagues. And when I go to class, I'm going to the office. And that's just like how I like to view it because it helps to motivate me. It helps to give me some type of sense of purpose. Like I'm actually doing something and it's going to pay off. Just like you go to a job and it pays off. I'm going to school to learn and it's going to pay off. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, one of the things that I know about myself is that I am an altruistic person. So I know that when I am in the classroom or when I'm working with people on a group project or when I'm talking to my friends or when I'm with my family, I know that I am going to bring a positive outlook most times to the plate. I remember being in JLTC back in high school and how before competitions, everybody would get so nervous and jittery and some people would be a little bit negative or whatever. They'd be like, oh my gosh, like, oh, we messed up on that last one. But me thinking about, okay, we messed up on that one, but like we literally have like five more events to go to. Or, okay, we messed up on that one, but we never know how bad the other people messed up. We could be the best of the mess ups. We could still win. I'm trying to see the positives in every situation. And so when I'm around and when people are, probably down I'm trying to say okay but let's look at the bright side let's look at this when my friends like to share things about or to me about certain struggles that they're going with or how they're like you know trying to find um how they're grappling with certain situations or people in their lives I like to try to see the best in it and so I'm like well look at it this way maybe it's not as bad as we think about it I try to do that with myself I try to be altruistic with myself and when I'm thinking about life, I try to think about the positives. Okay, what am I getting out of this? Um, how can this help me? You know, I'm going through this, okay, what's the good part about it? Obviously, not all the time is it very much um, an effortful thought, but it kind of just comes subconsciously. It's just like, a, I, I want to be positive, I want to be happy. I don't like being negative, I don't like feeling down, I don't like feeling drabbed. So, because of that, I'm altruistic. Um... The next thing that I bring, which goes along with altruism, is happiness. I bring happiness. I like to, I try to bring happiness into every single situation. That's my goal. I'm never the one to say, oh, I'm going to go in here. I'm trying to see who I'm going to, you know, make mad today. Whose buttons can I push? I don't get enjoyment out of that. Um, I'm a non-confrontational person, which I notice about myself. And so when I go into a room and how I operate, I try to operate in a non-confrontational way. So I'm not going to go in and purposefully try to step on your toes if I know that stepping on your toes is going to hurt you. You know what I mean? I like to come in and I'm trying to find harmony. I'm trying to see, okay, like, how can we incorporate your thoughts, my thoughts? Now, while this is my goal, it doesn't mean that I always, um, I always, it always translates that way. Sometimes, just who I am naturally, I come in and I began to step on toes because I get so excited about topics and I'm talking about things and I ramble on, on and on. And sometimes I can begin to become outspoken and I have no problem speaking up. And sometimes I have no problem interrupting people so that can be, cause conflict. But that was never my intention and I try to avoid it at all costs. So that's what I bring to the table. I bring happiness. I'm trying to like, I love to laugh. So if you with me, I'm trying to laugh. I am trying to have a good time. I'm not trying to be miserable and depressed. That's not me. I don't want to be that. I want to be happy. You know? Um, next thing I bring to the table is goofiness. 
Oh my gosh. I legit, and this all goes, and I've I've said this in many of my podcasts before, the type of person that I am, there's layers to Kamari. So one side of Kamari you may not get because we're just not that close or I'm not that comfortable. And then there's other sides of Kamari where I am so comfortable and I'm so close that I am going to unleash it. One of the things about me, what I bring to the table is spontaneity and just my personality. I'm very much random and goofy and I like to just be random and goofy and so it will come up in uh, in conversation the randomness of things I don't know what I was talking to my best friend about yesterday but she was like oh my gosh you're so random today I don't know I was telling her about how like Oh, this is one. I went on into a whole like monologue about me only liking bananas cold and I can't eat a room temperature banana. It has to be cold and how it has to have the perfect amount of spots on it. I don't want any green bananas. I don't want any perfectly yellow bananas. I don't want no crunchy bananas. I want soft bananas with spots on them on the peel, by the way, not on the inside. Um, but yeah, that just came up in conversation and we were literally just talking about life. Like we were probably talking about something that was way deeper. And I'm just like, by the way, I only like cold bananas with spots on them. So I'm goofy and I'm random and I bring spontaneity to the table. Um, one thing that I bring to the table is goals and my ambition. I have certain outlooks about life and the way that I like to operate in life is I have um, more of a tunnel tunnel vision perspective I like to try to have and I think that I do have kind of just innately um, a tunnel vision perspective where if I am going to do something I'm not only thinking about what is going to happen now but what's going to happen in the future nine times out of ten I'm not sponta- spontaneous um, in the sense of just my actions and what I'm doing you're not going to tell me oh come on let's book a flight let's just go and da and you expect me to just be along with it. I'm like, okay, how are we going to get there? Like, you know, what's going to happen when we get there? Like, what may happen if we take this flight? Like, I, I'm thinking beforehand, way before where we are right now. I, that's what, how I use, usually operate. And so with my goals and my dreams, I have a lot of ambitions or things that I would like to do in life. I don't have many, but I do have some goals and some dreams. And I, and I like to think that I have a really good head on my shoulder as far as when I'm thinking about life and how I want to operate in the world, how I want to move in the world. I'm not going to be the friend that's going to be like, okay, let's just do this, do that. So maybe we might balance each other out because I'm more practical. That's what I bring to the ba- table. Practical advice, practical outlook, because that's who I am. So we may balance each other out. If you're more adventurous, you're more creative, you may see a vision that I can't see. But what goes hand in hand with that is that I am a support person. That's also what I bring to the table, support and encouragement. As I said before, I'm very positive. I like positivity and I like to encourage. I, Who I am innately, I get so much satisfaction out of encouraging people. So if you come to me with this idea that's just like just out of this world like this idea and you're a dreamer I'm like okay how are we gonna help you get there how are we gonna do it and then I'm starting to throw out ideas that could probably help it do this or maybe we should think about that maybe we should like I am that friend that is gonna give you support and encouragement with whatever your dreams and your desires are I'm trying to help you be the best person you can be and that's just who I am innately and when I'm in 
when I'm interacting and team building and exercising and when I'm teaching people and when I'm around people, I'm like, okay, what do you want to be? How do you want to do this? Let's see how we're going to do it. I might not per se be creative. I might not be per, per se spontaneous. I might not per se have an interest in that, but I want to help you do that. You want to do that? I want to help you do that. I want to help you be great. So that's what I bring to the table. Support. I bring my own level-headedness or I try to bring my own level-headedness and like, you know, um, just groundedness to where I'm at. Um, the other thing that I have, which also just ties really well into what I'm talking about is I like to call myself, I don't actually call myself this, but this is a label that I felt like I've given to me and I feel like God has labeled this to me. Um, but a couple of years ago when I was making like, um, like a vision board, I put my, my name on there and I said, Kamari Goen, share of wisdom and knowledge. Obviously, I don't go around calling myself Kamari Goen, share of wisdom and knowledge like I'm Alexander the Great or something like that. But that's who I truly um, think that I have been put on this place to be that I believe that that's my purpose because I love to support and encourage. I feel like that's what I do best. I share wisdom and I share knowledge and I share my perspective. What I know you want to do this. If I know something that's going to help you do that better, I want to share that with you. I want to share my wisdom with you. How can we be great? How can, and it's not even my wisdom. It's the wisdom that God has given me. And just from an early age, I remember my teacher telling me all the time, way back in eighth grade, come on, you're so wise. You're so wise beyond your years. And it's kind of just travel with me. Come on, you're so wise. I've just always been kind of like that grounded friend where my friends are very much usually more outgoing, more spontaneous, more just willing to explore. And I'm like the grounded one. You can come back to me and we can talk about all the experiences that you had. Maybe I'll come along a couple of times, you know, and we can do it, but I'm grounded. I don't really like to move a lot and do a lot, literally and physically. And that's just, that's the absolute truth. So that's who, what I bring to the table. I bring wisdom. Um, I like to also going along with this alternate perspectives. Um, when somebody is sharing something with me or we're talking about something, I'm always like, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying, but Ooh, also this, but Ooh, also that maybe have you thought about this? And usually nine times out of 10, it actually ends up helping the person I'm talking to when I give them an alternate perspective, because I understand that us as human beings, we usually tend to stick to our way of thinking and our own availability heuristics. Like if this is how we've solved the problem before, this is what we've experienced before, then that's what we're going to go off of. But because that's what we've experienced and that's what we've seen. So we're going to hold to that. But I per se haven't experienced what you've experienced and seeing what you've seen. So I have a different perspective and maybe that can be of advantage to whoever I'm around. So that's what I bring alternate perspective and wisdom. Um, I bring love. I bring an encouraging nature. As I said before, supportive nature, um, alternate perspective. As I said, the wisdom that God gave me, I bring my relationship with God because, um, I'm a Christian. So whoever I'm around, I'm trying to represent Christ as best as I can. So I'm trying to spread love, positivity, support. I want to spread the peace of God. And I try to embody that in my in my walk with Christ. It's not to say that I'm perfect because I'm absolutely not at all. But because I have a faith system and what I believe in, I believe in Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ gives me peace. And he gives me humility and he gives me wholeness and he gives me completeness and he gives me perspective. That's why you always hear me say peace, 
positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a God-sent perspective because those are all the things that God gives me. So when I go out into the world, I can only hope that my relationship with God in some way, his light is emanating off of me and is shining light to people who may not have a light, who may not have a light. That's what I want to bring to the table when I'm wherever I am, however I am. Um, Another thing that I bring is discernment of relationship and friends. I am the type of person where I am very much selective with my friends. And I am, what I mean by that is I have a lot of associates. I love to hang out and they are very great company, but there is very few people that I will bring home into my sacred place, into my sacred circle, into my most intimate parts of my life and share unbashedly about Kamari. Not everybody will get many layers of Kamari. Some people will get all the pages and some people will just get the pages that I want you to see. And some people won't get pages at all. But there's very few people that get the whole book and they get to read through it all. You know what I mean? So that's what I also bring with me. So if you're coming and you're being friends with me, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be tied to somebody that you probably hate or that you don't like or because again, I don't like conflict. So I'm not trying to be in the midst of the action. I'm on the sidelines, best believe watching, but I'm not there. I'm not performing because I'm a support. <laughs> I'm a support. I always like to say I'm not on the main front lines. You know, I'm not going to be at the battlefield. I'm going to be helping y'all get y'all gear on, all right? Make sure, you know, you stay stay peed up or whatever like that, you know? And be good. Be great. That's what I want for people. So that's that. And the last thing that I said before, and I kind of already touched on this, is teaching practical things. Um, I am a great practical teacher, and I've noticed this about myself, and I like this about myself. Um, I like to teach people things that they can actually apply. I am not a teacher in the most traditional sense where I am teaching you ABCs, one, two, threes. I can do that, but it's, that is not where I've been graced to flourish at. I cannot do that to the best of my abilities as someone who has been graced. But what I can do is give you practical knowledge. And that's why I say that I am Kamari Goyen, share of wisdom and knowledge, because I love to be around people and hear their aspirations and be like just share light and spread light into that and also give them practical ways and tips of how we can get there when I was teaching drill I loved teaching drill because it was something that you can see the results immediately you can put that into practice and I loved breaking it down to the bare bones and teaching them first how to find rhythm once you find rhythm how to stay on step once you stay on step how to do a rear march how to find that that click that helps you understand it because that's how learning is you somebody can teach you all day long but until it clicks it makes sense to you and who you are once you make sense of it that's the only way that you're going to learn it so I love helping people find what makes sense to them and then taking that and be like yes you got it encouraging you go girl you got it you get it do it boy like I love that that's what I am a practical teacher I like to spread wisdom and knowledge that's what I love doing I love it and I also like to work with people who have a certain maturity level because I don't necessarily have all the patience in the world to work with people from the most beta is 
beta estate. And that does not mean that I just want to work with people who already have a great outlook of life and they're just already perfect and they just need some guidance. I want to work with everybody. But what I mean by maturity level is that I particularly like to tend to people who are my peers or people who are a little bit under me. That's why I loved working with the freshmen at school or the middle schoolers or whatever. I still love little kids. I like hanging out with little kids. They're really fun to go with, but to be able to talk with people who are on a similar path as me or kind of behind me or on a whole nother different path, but just some type of um, maturity where they've been somewhere, they've experienced things. I want to help you work, work through that. That's where I flourish best. That's where I feel that I've been called to do. So I bring practical teaching. I think I like to think that I bring it and I'm pretty sure that I do. Um, but now that we've went on and rambled so much about what I bring to the table, what I bring to the table, these are the things that I've noticed about myself that I notice that I've brung to the table and that I try to bring to the table on a daily basis. And so because I know this, when I go out into the world and I, you know, and also let me make this point, I bring these things to the table, but in no way, shape or form does this mean that I am perfect because I have a whole nother list of the things that I do that I shouldn't bring to the table, that I do bring to the table that I should get rid of. And so just because I bring these things to the table does not mean that it that I'm perfect, but it also reminds me that even in the midst of my of my shortcomings and my my flaws, I am still valuable and nothing and no one will ever take these things away from me because this is who I am, even despite the flaws that I have, even despite the things that may come up and the challenges that may happen in our in our relationships and in our interactions with each other. No matter that, I still bring this to the table. So I'm not going to let these negative things overshadow what I bring to the table. And I find that a lot of the times in our lives when we go out into the world and people see that we're flawed and we're not perfect and that we don't bring the things to the table that they per se need, sometimes people may try to tell you that, oh, you don't bring enough to the table and you are not worth my time. And it's just like, no. When you know, because sometimes when people try to tell you who you are and what you bring to the table and what you're worth, we, t- we sometimes internalize that. But when you already have on paper, when you've already reflected on it, when you already know what you bring to the table, you can acknowledge that, hey, listen, this is something that I need to work on. But that doesn't mean in any way, to sh- shape or form that I am less deserving, that I have less worth to me because I already know what I bring to the table. And so I think that it can help us. Because sometimes we get in in situations where things won't be as balanced. Like, say, for instance, for example, a relationship. Sometimes we may get attached to toxic people. And so toxic people love to manipulate. And so when they see you doing something that they don't like, that per se doesn't serve them, they will like to try to change the narrative to make it seem like you are the villain in the situation, that you don't bring enough to the table, that you are not of worth, that you don't have any value. And they'll try to just paint you to be the horriblest person in the world. And it's like, hold up, wait a minute, but I know what I bring to the table, but I give this to you, but I give that to you but I give this to you. You say this, I can work on that, but what you're not gonna try to do is tell me that I'm a villain. Tell me that I am not deserving. And so again, 
Knowing what you bring to the table helps you to know and have confidence in who God has created you to be. It helps you to see that you can stand firm in the midst of all of the flaws that you have and still say that God is giving me this and I am going to grow upon this. I'm going to build upon this and he's going to help me work with all the other flaws. So with that being said, I'm going to name a couple of flaws that I have. I, what I shouldn't bring to the table is lack of faith and doubt in God. Sometimes I have doubt in God or a lack of faith. And so you go into things or situations and it ends up kind of affecting how we interact and move with people because we don't have enough faith in God that maybe they will see who we're supposed to be, or we don't have enough, um, believance in who we're believing in to know that he's going to work things out. And so then we end up starting to ruin certain things we're trying to provide for ourselves and stuff like that so those are things that I bring to the table that I shouldn't bring to the table because then it helps me not focus on the people at hand or who what I'm supposed to be doing at hand and so start I start coming out of character and losing in in energy and spending energy on things that I shouldn't be spending energy on because I'm supposed to be trusting in God Another thing that I bring to the table that I've been working on, not bringing to the table, is grudges. Oh my gosh. When someone does something to me, or when someone per se does something that I don't like, I tend to like internalize it and hold grudges. And one of the reasons why I do this is because another thing that I bring to the table is a lack of self-expression. I just I don't have a great ability to express myself to other people um so when people do things that are wrong to me I am not the person to go and say hey you did this or you said this and I didn't like how this felt this made me feel instead I internalize it and I hold it in and I replay it and replay it and I'm well aware of how it makes me feel what it does to me but I don't say it out loud to the person that has actually done or to that situation and so because of that I'm replaying it I'm holding it in it's basically me holding a grudge because I haven't let it go and said hey listen what you did what you said instead I'm holding it in I'm holding that grudge and so that's something that I bring to the table because even it happens on the most basic senses when my mom had said something that I didn't like. It was so like so small and trivial, but that whole entire day, it was so small. And instead of me just saying, hey, mom, like, don't say that, like literally just don't say that. I don't really like the way that it makes me feel. Instead, I'm like, I immediately just clench up like a hermit. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be around her no more. I'm going inside. I can't even talk to her right now. So I'm being super short with her. She wants to spend time with me. I can't be bothered. I hate it but literally I can't be bothered and I end up ruining a whole day where I could be spending time with my mom hanging out enjoying her company but because I am holding on to what she said to me that I didn't like and how it made me feel I'm holding this grudge and I literally get myself to a place where I can't even get out like I find myself wanting to go and hang out with her wanting to be happy but for some reason my pride that's what it is can't let me can't let me let go and I'm just holding on to how that made me feel. Another thing that I bring to the table that I shouldn't bring to the table is my lack of patience and my anger. Um, while I am very much tolerant of other people that I'm not very close to, like people just out of the world that I'm just around and stuff like that. But when it comes to like my close family, I have such a short temper and I have such low tolerance and I have such low patience. If you do anything that I don't like, 
it really gets to me and just all of a sudden I'll explode. Like smacking, I don't like. Crunching on food, I don't like. Eating ketchup, I don't like. I'm not washing the mayonnaise off of the knife, I don't like. And I'm telling you right now, these are such trivial things, but for me, ketchup, mayonnaise, like it's life or death for me. I get so, oh my gosh, I'm thinking about it right now. It does not sit well in my soul. Um, it just other things that my nephew does that he doesn't listen or whatever like that, or the way that they, so just these small things that they do or actions or stuff, I, I begin to blow up and I'm just like, oh, could you stop that? And my anger like explodes in a little small burst of an explosion. And it's just like, girl, stop bringing that to the table. That is not helping nobody. Just express how you feel in a logical way when you feel that way. But like, are you holding it in and holding these grudges and letting it build up until you're a time bomb and you just explode on people for no reason? These are things that I bring to the table that I'm not very good at. Unforgiveness. I'm working on this. The Lord is helping me stop bringing that to the table. He's helping me bring forgiveness to the table slowly because I've like... I've done a good forgiveness once before and it's, it's been great, but sometimes I do hold and harbor certain things towards people and it doesn't help my, my internal peace and it doesn't help the situation at hand. And this is a whole nother episode that I wanted to talk about forgiveness. So we just gonna leave that for another day, but unforgiveness is something that I bring to the table that I shouldn't bring to the table. Pride. Pride is something that I bring to the table that I should not bring to the table. And no, I'm usually not like a prideful person outwardly. Like I'm usually not conceited of any sense like that. But just internally, I have certain things that I'm very proud of and I'm probably too proud of. Like for instance, my word, my wisdom, what I have to say. I hold so much regard in what I have to say and what I speak and the amount of impact that it has, like, I feel that what I say, even, even though I ramble on and on and on, I feel that I, what I say is wise and what I say has some type of impact on it. And sometimes I will hold it so high to the point that I will be just not willing to hear anything that anybody else has to say. You want to teach me how to do something a little bit more efficiently? I don't want to even hear. I just want to learn for myself. I'll just mess up and I'll figure it out on my own. Sometimes I get so hard headed and I don't want to hear what other people have to say because I feel like what I have to say is pride. And that's pride. And that's something that we need to bring humility to the table even more. And so I'm trying not to bring pride to the table. I'm trying to humble myself and hear what other people have to say here because even the most unexpected of people, everybody has something to say, whether it's good or bad, it has something to say, whether it's good or bad, it has a purpose. And so for us to hear it out and discern, that is the best thing. And another thing that I noticed is that what I have to say, usually nine times out of 10, my wisdom is not my wisdom, it's God's wisdom. How do I get this wise? He put it in me. How do I get this rise? I read his word. I, this practical advice that comes out of me, this, you know, uplifting spirit, this peace, this outlook, this, you know, alternate perspective is not me on my own. It's God who created me to be this way. And so that's another part of me that I need to begin to reflect on and be like, hey, Kamari, humble yourself because this is not you. This is the Lord. He can take it away at any point, any time, any period. Um, and that's my period. So yeah. Um, comparison. That's something that I bring to the table. 
Sometimes I begin to compare myself and match myself up against people and it becomes like a not great thing. Validation seeking is something that I have tendencies to bring to the table. And so it ends up not, it ends up affecting me horribly because now I'm looking at you to fulfill a purpose that you cannot feel. You or anybody in this world cannot really validate me to the status that I need them to unless it's God. And so sometimes I get into this place of discontentment and como se dice, unpeacefulness because I'm comparing myself and I am seeking validation. That is something that we should not be bringing to the table. Categorizing people, I bring that to the table a lot. The way that I kind of construct my life, sometimes it doesn't help me because when I see people and I see people in their certain statuses of how like society kind of ranks people, if you're like a fashionable person, if you're air quote popular, if you're this or that, if you're conventionally handsome or beautiful, I tend to categorize people and be like, okay, so y'all over there, I know what y'all people usually be doing. So I don't even want to be by y'all or I'll be like, oh, they're probably like this or they have this taste in music, this kind of views they kind of like vibe this way I don't think that they're going to you know cherish me and accept me for who I am so I'm just gonna protect myself by just not even hanging out by them not even trying to like you know approach them but then every single time that I've done that I've ended up proving myself wrong because sometimes I see people as out of touch because we may not vibe the same way or we may not have the same interests, and that they may not value me um in the way that I feel that they should so in my type of world I'm trying to protect myself but it ends up like biting me in the butt because it ends up being the total opposite for instance um it was this one dude in my SGA class his name is Macarier and I the way that I view him he's so fashionable like the dude is fly you know I like to call him he's like a part of like the black youth if you want to call it where it's just like you fly you just got your own type of mood and I personally don't fit into that aesthetic I just I'm vibing where I'm vibing over here in a corner so that ain't me and so I felt like we wouldn't vibe together because we don't necessarily have the same interests. We're in the same class together. We're working together. He's so cool. It's so many other people from different walks of life that I felt like, oh, we wouldn't vibe together because we come from different backgrounds. That's what it really is. I see when people come from different backgrounds and I feel like, oh, maybe we may not relate in the same way. We may not be able to find a common ground. And so because of that, I feel like I may be rejected. So I just wanted to hang out. But then they end up being so cool. And it's just like, ugh, we need to stop that categorizing everybody from every background. Come on, let's hang out. Because nine times out of ten, they're cool. Some of my closest friends come from absolute opposite backgrounds from me. And we end up finding common ground. And we're very close. So... I don't know. It's a lesson that I still need to learn. And um, useless banter. That's another thing that I bring to the table that I shouldn't bring to the table. Not being intentional in my um, in my interactions. I do this a lot specifically in a romantic sense when I I just like useless banter. I really do like to flirt and I feel like it's a balance with flirting. You shouldn't overly do it because if you have no intention of being with that person, then you're just wasting your time. Um, essentially, 
And so I usually indulge in a lot of useless banter, a lot of just indulging in things and with people who are, I know are not going to serve a great purpose in my life. Not to say that they are purposeless or that they are worthless because that is absolutely not the case, but it's to say that I don't think that their purpose is going to fit in with my life. I, like I literally know it. We're just on two different paths, going two different directions. And so, but I still be there. I still be flirting and then I be wasting my time and then I be getting hurt because I'm like, ah. Oh, y'all not lining up with what I need and what I want so it's like you know what I mean so yeah yeah that's something that I do and also like kind of just coveting sometimes I see things and I see how people um are moving and sometimes I'd be like oh I wish I had that work ethic or I wish I had that drive or I wish I had you know this style whatever like that I wish I wish I wish and then I have to realize oh my gosh I am not them you're a Kamari girl you're Kamari that's why you were made this way you're Kamari can't nobody be Kamari like you can be Kamari so be Kamari because they're being themselves so you got to be yourself and so all of these different things fall into categories of things that I bring to the table that I don't want to bring to the table. But just because I bring these things to the table doesn't mean that I am not or it doesn't discredit what I do bring to the table and how great those things are. So, um, yeah, know what you bring to the table so that you can find confidence in who God has created you to be and so that you can operate in great harmony with the people that are in your life. And that's all I have to say. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And as always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a God-sent perspective to everybody and everyone that you know. And until next time, my friends, I'll talk to you later. Bye.